Hello, everybody. Welcome to Conversations with Cat. I am your hostess, Catherine Marsh. We'd like to welcome again you to this true and real conversation. We have open dialogue. There are no boundaries here. Again, no boundaries. So my guests are going to be welcome to say whatever they want, however they feel, because it's, again, true and real conversation, real dialogue. So this episode, we are going to talk about various topics dealing with millennials. But what I have found is I was wrong with the topic. They are not millennials. They're Gen X. So with Gen X, I would like to discuss religion, relationship, and careers. Every generation has something different. Every generation thinks different. So let's talk about careers. Let's talk about relationship. And let's talk about religion. When I looked up some things about religion, statistics says that this generation only attends 28% time at church. So, of course, it's less than 50. So it doesn't even have, not even close. So with 28%, and with this group, I have David Jackson here on one side. Then I have Alexandria Jones, and then I got Deandra Hall. Of course, you wonder why I picked this group, because this is the most boisterous group who will tell you exactly what you want to know, no matter what question you ask. So let's hit with religion first. I have been a youth director in my church for many, many years, so I've seen them come up in church. So I chose religion because they've been raised in church all their life. But of course, when they get to their age of maturity, I'm not going anymore. I'm going to go when I want to, when I get ready. Because we tired. <laughs> so we're going to start with the topic of religion. You guys have been in church all your life. We call y'all the children church. So my first question is now that you're at this age and we all 28, 29, why you don't go to church on a regular, regardless of pandemic, why you don't go to church a regular, meaning every Sunday? Because I know y'all, once y'all got done with praise dancing mom, I ain't going during the week. So what's going on on Sunday? What is that? I'll be brunching. <laughs> I'll be hungover. <laughs> And I be tired, just like, you know, the young lady Alex said over there, we tired. We spent our whole lives in church. That's what we knew. That's sometimes that's all we knew. Now, we just want to see what's different. And trust me, I like this. It's more fun. I'll tell you that. Dad, I don't want to hear no old man howl for two, three hours. <laughs> Does it not feel different when you're used to a routine like you used to every Sunday? Saturday, got to get my clothes ready. Sunday, we going to church. That don't feel different not to have to do that every Sunday? Nope, it feel like I'm not supposed to. Do Can we go down memory lane? Come on. Okay, so historically speaking for Living Faith Baptist Church at uh, Brooklyn, we had Mondays. What was on Mondays? Something we had no Something, something was on Mondays. Marriage counseling. Marriage yeah. counseling. Marriage counseling. Tuesdays was choir rehearsal, right? right? Wednesdays. Yeah, Sunday, and then I, for two, I mean, Tuesday, and the fourth Tuesday was for us, so yeah. Wednesdays was Bible study. Mm -hmm. Thursdays was children church. I mean, practice. the uh, yeah, practice the children practice yeah, and stuff uh, for praise that. Yeah, all, all of that. Friday, the marriage ministry was going to do something, or right? Or they had service on Friday just because. Okay? Youth revival. <laughs> yeah, a revival or something. Yeah, so something like that. Yeah, coming, yeah. So. We had revivals, yeah. then we had youth revival. I'm and like, then Saturday, no Saturday was deaconess preparing yeah, for coming, first Sunday. So it was all Ursha practice or something. Yeah, and then something Sunday, it's the big show. It's Sunday, it's church again. Yeah. Like, we just tired of it. It was 8 o'clock. Nah, nah. It was eight o'clock. Then you had oh yeah, eight o'clock. Then three o'clock. 
Then you had three o'clock. Exactly. And then sometimes we had to go to these other churches with right. these long winded howling pastors and they yeah. ain't got no air conditioning and it's stinking, it's funky. And I think the worst was we were at church, especially for like three o'clock service or something like that, and there's too many people packed out in the little living room of a church that we had, and now the kids got to go in the back or we got to go in the fellowship house. So what we here for if we ain't even gonna be in church? So I think we just anyway, <laughs> Yeah, but I think we just I think we just tired we're of going out. to Yeah, we we're burned out, out of, of going to her out. church. That's, that's historically speaking. That's a little that's background us. on why so some of us are tired. Do you think not going to church has changed your belief in any manners? Like you we hope that we have instilled that faith in you. So how do you think do you think not going to church affects your faith or affects worship? No, no. Yeah. It got better actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. Define how we got better. It got better. Yeah, I talked to God more. Yeah, when I was younger, I definitely was like, oh, okay, this well, I'm at church every day, so, you know, my relationship is good. But then as I got older, I was like, you don't have to necessarily be in the physical building of church to have a relationship with God. Like, just because I'm not here um, every Sunday, that doesn't mean, like, I'm straying away or I don't believe anymore or anything like that. So, yeah, I definitely don't think just because you, you know, like to say, yeah, we, y'all had us in church. Oh, you know, where did we go wrong? We don't want to go, that, go, you know, they don't want to go to church no more. It's nothing like that. Like, like I said, not us being there physically, but we still have that faith, uh, you know, in a higher power. So You can go to church every day and still go to hell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so if I'm going, I mean, I might as well enjoy myself. Yeah, you got some people who going just to go. Yeah, not paying attention to out of routine, not even you know, spirit, you know, praising and worshiping and all of that. They just there to be there. So, how do you think your parents feel about not seeing you at church on a regular? They hate it, but I don't care. Yeah, because that's the last thing I was thinking. I don't think I care about how my parents feel about me not going to church. Give a flying pig. I don't want to say the other word, but I don't care, you know, because it ain't your life. You told me growing up, when you get grown, you do what you want to do. I said, okay, bet that. Now I'm grown, do what I want to do. Leave me alone. I'll see you on Sunday. I see you on Sunday. You still gonna go? You gonna talk all that mess? And you still gonna go? Home? <laughs> I'm here though. No, I mean, see you. Like, I'm going to their house. Like, oh, boom. Okay, that's okay. when I usually go to my people houses. Like Sunday to go pick up my mail and go bum some food right quick. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel like cooking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I get to see him and then my mom. Yeah. But you know, my dad be the one trying to, you need to go back to church. And I'm like, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm good. So, do you think now that you're, do you think as you get older, you'll go into a role of wanting to play some type of role in the church? Like, a lot of us have been there forever. So, we like in these roles that's been consistent. And we think that our kids will come behind us and, and take over certain roles. Absolutely not. Can I say why I feel like that would be, that's not where we're headed or the reason why we're not headed in that direction. I think it's because, how long has Living Faith been standing? Since 1995? 26 years. It's been the same for 26 years. You feel like there's no change in Living Faith It ain't been too much of change. Do you think it's the leadership or just the whole everything? I don't mean to be offensive to anybody, but uh, we already know what the sermon going to be. It can start off as Genesis 1 and 1, and then it's going to be whining and dining and moaning and groaning. It's going to turn out to that. So I just think it's no, it, we're not growing with the, the year. The flow of. It's 2021. We still yeah, doing like 1995. Of, right. I agree. I feel like it's a lot of 
traditional. Uh, this way, yeah. Like, right. you know, times have changed. Technology, everything has changed. You know, a little bit at a time. You don't need to have, you know, big screens or anything like that, a drop-down screen or something like that. But, I but mean, the way we approach things need to be different. And everybody want to change until it comes to religion. And I go, and I find it very ironic, actually, just the intellectual side, that we're Baptists and we don't want change. Let me put this out of my hand. Because actually in its infancy when uh, the Baptist church was actually first made, you know, we were the silent church. They didn't do all the clapping and singing and all that. You know, that's when uh, Martin Luther came in, told about the Catholic church, and then you have all these other denominations. Baptist was the most quiet one. But now in today's time, uh, Baptists are known for the, being the most loudest, the most proudest, and everything. So it, it just changed. Maybe that's probably when black folk got their hands on it. You know, that's just what it is. So <clears throat> at one point in time, all we was doing was clapping and rocking. Then we got the piano. Then we got the drums. Then we got the uh, the uh, the guitar. Then it's the saxophone. So we do our you know difference we do different things as times go on but when it comes to the main thing we don't want to change it and you know and it's because we don't want to change this is how my grandmama used to do it and i try to tell a lot of people especially when i try to tell older people i'm like you don't know where a lot of things are coming from they come from a very what's the word i'm looking for from a bad past let's just go ahead and put it like that just keeping the lamest terms for example Whenever you look at uh, the reason why ushers walk around with white gloves on, it's because the uh, uh, the slave owners and the uh, white parishioners of that time felt that black folk were unclean, were unclean and that we were uh, subhuman, and they didn't even want to touch us because we're in church. We had to we have to be at our most clean, and you are a black person. Or Negro, or the other word, you know. Can I say that? Ah, we are Negro. That's what they call us, right? And so that's what they made us do: put on gloves. So just in case we have to give them some hands, something, and our hands touch theirs, you know, it's still considered okay. Or when we have uh, the reason why uh, ushers walk around with their um, hands behind their back. With one hand behind her back. I mean, let's just go ahead and say it's a good look. It looks really professional, but it comes from they thought that our people were or were uh, were uh, thieves. So whenever they pass around a collection plate, you put one hand behind your back so you don't have an opportunity to steal anything. But when you try to tell them this is where this comes from, they are combative. Or you try to tell them about the most you know the most uh, well known uh, Negro spiritual, which is. Uh, Amazing Grace, when you try to tell them that it was actually made by a slave owner, they want to sit here and say, well, it's not the same anymore. And it's just like, <laughs> see what I mean? It's very stagnant. Yeah. And you have people who are more progressive, and we're, we want to be there. If you look at um, what young people are doing, people reference God every day. You got people, they buy a new business. They say, first thing I want to do is thank God. You have people who say, I pray every day. You have people who still reference it. But whenever you try to you have this new mindset and you want to break away from this way of living even though you grew up in it we all grew up in it like you know it, i know songs that i didn't forget that's me and you yeah, I mean it up. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, you can stop. But no, I do. I do agree with you. I think um, a lot of our older people don't want to admit the fact that we did adopt that religion um, because in Africa we were not. I guess Christians or mm-hmm. Baptists or whatever. I do kind of feel like religion is a form of slavery or it could be a cult because if we look at the Bible is, well, you can't do this or you're going to go to hell. You can't do that or you're going to go to hell. We got the Ten Commandments. I'm not saying that everything in it may be false or may be, you know, um, a form of control. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like there are portions in it that, this ain't from the beginning of time. Case in point, even Jesus' name. That wasn't even his name. Jesus wasn't Jesus' name. Yahweh BC. Thank you. That was his name. So <clears throat> if y'all learned about his name, what else y'all learned about? You actually have people who actually speak ancient Jewish and they can tell you this ain't. This ain't his name. This ain't what was. The letter J wasn't even created at that time. Until the 13th century. So what's funny is that having this conversation, if, say, my generation didn't talk to y'all, we would know that you actually knew all this history. Mm-hmm. We think y'all, you just think, like you say, I'm tired of this church, so I'm just not going. Not that you've actually read, done research on, you know, this is not what I fully believe anymore. Because, of course, I teach my kids. They know. Have your own brain think. Right. Yeah, I may have raised you on this but at some point you got to have your own mindset don't just take anything for face value read it and find out if that's what it is mm-hmm. it's always been mean you can think what you want how would how you want to feel but how you address me is a different issue and on sunday morning you getting up and you going to church <laughs> you're going to church <laughs> now when you leave <laughs> this house <laughs> when you leave yeah. this house you do what you want to, you do what you want to. all i do is say if you don't go to living faith anymore i just want you in church or at least getting some word in you yeah same thing my dad said. some like, word even if you gotta watch it online there are hundreds of preachers right. and pastors out there mm-hmm. and they all don't have the same format the same style but you can get something from somebody who's not screaming in you right who's right. not saying the same thing over and, they, and over every right. Sunday. So, yeah, yeah. I, like, I do personally feel like it's just one god like god is god because who's to say baptist or uh Christianity is right, or Buddhist is right, or you know whatever other religions are that are out there are are right. Because we have, I believe, like we believe in the Bible. Yeah. But they believe so in what they they wholeheartedly right. believe. Yeah. In. Yeah. So I can't tell you you wrong. Right. Yeah. If that's what you was raised on, you wholeheartedly believe that. Then that's what you do. I yeah. can't tell you you wrong. I mean, yeah. Christianity is nothing but a derivative of Judaism anyway. Uh-huh. I mean, Jesus himself called himself the King of the Jews, and if you look at the uh, Jewish Bible and the first. That first uh, Old Testament, it's the same. So I don't, even, I don't know. I just want to throw that out there. I just feel like people Mike's need to know this. You know what I mean? Eating grapes on these people's yes. microphone. But, but yeah, like you say, you know, people just be stuck in their ways. You try to tell them stuff. Nah, nah, it's okay. Cause I'm not gonna argue with you. Yeah, you came before me. You was born before me. But at the same time, no, I'm not stuck in that. my ways either. I learned, and oh, I didn't know that. Thank you, and you know. So I feel else. like each generation develops more so while they had a mindset they parents felt a certain way but they were adamant on that then each generation changed so we feel one way but you're adamant and it's gonna keep just changing because everything evolves our mindset grows and evolves yes and but it's not changing anymore so 
and it's slowly changing, and it's not changing fast enough for us. I mean, because the way technology has affected the world is it has made everything grow exponentially. So even when it comes to change, you know, it used to take change to happen for years, but now it's like two or three years for change to happen. So we have that mindset when it comes to everything. So when we come to this, we're trying to tell you the same thing. We're trying to have that same mindset, but then you have people who are stopping it. So it's like, you know what, instead of fighting it, we just leave. It just ain't showing up. And that's what it is. So now when you go so to church. So do you feel like your generation is dead? We, it's not changing. We just going to leave. Because y'all know we ain't there. Because we still, yeah, like yeah, I said, yeah. we still recognize that there's a God. We still recognize <laughs> Jesus. We still referencing God. We still do everything. It's just that when it comes to that traditional coming to church every Sunday, spend all day in church, spend all week in church, those days in church, we're not doing that no more. I mean, no. Even if I had kids and I I'm not doing that <laughs> Let's make that clear. So I'm, not, I'm not doing that. Look here, play. We're going to do every other Sunday. We're going to do every, like, first Sunday. I don't know, but no. You're not going to be stuck in that. You're not going to be stuck in that. You know what I mean? Because it's the cult. The, not cult. Um, the church has turned into a cult, in a sense. And I was telling this to someone one time. I said the uh, church has uh, fetishized the church. It has idolized the pastor, and it has demonized the very people that we need to be talking to. When you're supposed to get all this word in your life, you're supposed to go up to the dope fiend, to the drug dealers, to the robbers, to the thieves, to the prostitutes. But then as soon as a woman see a girl who got a, a really short skirt, she want to I want to hide, hide my husband from her. Like, look here, baby. That woman ain't wrong. Your husband <laughs> is more wrong because he married. He know what he got at the house, but he went behind your back to sleep with this girl. She's single, you know, so really you need to chastise your husband. But like I said, we see this, and that's why that's this, um, you know, painful but truthful cliche that circulates the internet that, you know, I have been more criticized or even felt more unsafe in a room full of Christians than people with tattoos and piercings. And I can vouch for that. I would rather be in a, on a street corner with dope dealers and pimps and hoes before I be in a room full of Christians because I know who you are and how you're supposed to act. And you're going to act that way. You're honest. You know what I mean? You're going to tell me a hard truth. But when it comes to these Christians, I don't know who's the snake. I don't know who's the sheep. I don't know who's even the wolf, who's the predator, who's going to sit here and try to, you know, demonize everything I'm doing. Oh, you drinking, you going to hell. Oh, you wore uh, a pink shirt. That means you trying to be on some gay stuff. You, you going to hell like, uh, I ain't got time. So, Because why you got to sound like your daddy? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like, he's like, right now. Uh, so that's why I'm like, you know what, put me on the corner with the pimps. I'm going to have myself a really good time. But Jackson, if you see this, look what you're doing. <laughs> you know what, daddy? This is all your fault. There we go. Let's put so do you think your minds do you think you have any of your parents mindset about religion at all nope i think i do you have some of uh yeah i would definitely say some of it because of course you know instilling that in you as a young person and you know once you get older uh like you said my parents was always like you know have your own mind you know speak up if you don't agree with something or something make you uncomfortable something like that so i definitely feel like some of the stuff that they you know showed me um, I got that from them because it's not so much everything in church I can say I hundred I one hundred percent learned from in church. It was at home. 
you know, mm-hmm. of course, everybody know my dad, the assistant pastor, so easy for me to go to him and be like, hey, can you... Explain this. Yeah, or break what this down. Mean? How do you, you know, uh, feel about this, you know, and stuff like that, and instead of just, you know, a big mass community listening to one person. It's good to always go, like, pull him to the side and be like, you know, break this down. Conversation. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely feel like I got some of that from them. Alex? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Answer the question. Oh, I was waiting for everyone to finish speaking. I don't think... I don't know. I'm not sure if me and my mom <laughs> um, share equal views of religion. Um, my mom is really big on servitude in church, and I personally am not. Um, like I say, I She's just not. <laughs> I just feel like um, you know, I don't. I don't have to go to church all the time to get to heaven. Um, not. I do my servitude outside of church, you know what I mean? Um, and such as? Such as I do feed the homeless. When I clean and see, out. And that's something that's different. Uh-huh. I find it this generation that you guys are more in touch with the outside of the church of doing stuff versus being in the church. Mm-hmm. Like I know as she tells me she cleans out a refrigerator. And I take and it to my homeless Take it neighbors. to the homeless people. Right down right the street. Right down the street. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trinity, she keeps homeless bags in her trunk and she passes them out randomly so and then in this generation i find you guys would give more to a cause like red cross quick fast in a hurry why is that mm-hmm. i don't you, i don't give to red actually, cross i don't know about giving okay. red cross so how often do you actually see in churches actually doing something nowadays you don't you know, I mean, everybody got these building funds and all these types of funds that don't even put a dough knob on the dough. So, so, <laughs> so, well, I know one church just got a new roof, so you ain't talking about that one. <laughs> hold on, hold on. So you, you ain't talking restroom. about that one. And the restroom has been renovated, so, so I know okay. you ain't you talking about the, that one. major collective scale. It's it's known for that so that's why people are rather do their own individual instead of just donating to the church and let the church do whatever because they crooks too you mm-hmm. know what I mean mm-hmm. so that's what, that's what it's that the best is. place to launder money through just saying a club actually okay so we're gonna steer this conversation in another direction cause cause I so. but alright <laughs> we're not talking about laundering clubs laundromats money money <laughs> car washes so when so in church, a lot of people, let me not say people, I've seen people meet in church. Like you guys meet outside church. What we gonna do? Say y'all wanna hit the strip club, let's meet at the church. No, you talking about we relationships. Wait, let us finish. Let us finish the We're gonna oh, run okay. into relationships. We need another finish. Oh, the okay. social media. Okay, my bad. We're moving into the That's relationship. Why I was like, okay, I got you. So you always have a common place where you meet people. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to say my generation. I don't know. They Most of the time we're at church. So a lot of times you meet people and talk to people in a common place that you normally have something in common with. So with you all, you all go out. So let's first ask the question, who's in a relationship? Big single. Big single. <laughs> this whole table single. <laughs> so the whole table single. How does this table feel about a committed relationship? What's that? <laughs> It's stupid. Cut. Cut. <laughs> so, it's trash. 
<laughs> it's ghetto. <laughs> about a, a, so let's. What is your definition of committed relationship? We ain't touching other people. It's just me and you. Yeah, basically. That's really, if you want to break it down in layman's terms, it's, it's really it's just easy. you're not, you know, emotionally or physically or, you know, invested into anybody. I can't say financially because if you have business, then you're technically financially invested. But basically, it's emotionally, spiritually, uh, and physically uh, invested into one person. That's mm-hmm. what a commitment, committed relation is. If you try to make it anything else, it gets complicated and it's mm-hmm. stupid. Mm-hmm. But today's generation. Ooh, I agree. I can answer my question with the same. Forty four percent of this generation don't get married. I can see that. They just live together. Trash. Yeah. Is relationship trash? Is marriage trash? All of it's yeah, trash. I agree. Do you think marriage evil. is a fantasy? No, it's not fantasy. It's a beautiful thing if you have two people who are on the same accord. I mean, I've seen it my whole life at the same time. Same. I've seen I've seen the best part and I've seen the worst parts. But to me personally, because I'm a person who just really enjoys his own company, I'm gonna emphasize more on the negatives because it's just like I really need it. I don't really need it. So it's just like to me, it's just like I focus more on the negative. But I mean, you want to get married? Go ahead, do you? That's your prerogative. But me, you gotta be a very special woman. A very special woman to be with you. For me to be like, cause that you're just that one-on-one person. Like yes, you don't have any. Because, like I said, I enjoy. <laughs> Bro, stop it. Cause I love, I love my space and I love my peace. Like. When I come home and it's just like nothing is there and I can have like it's something quiet. in the middle of my table and it's just there. Like, 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 I swear, like, I'll cook myself a steak and some shrimp and like. Because he got it in the freezer. I swear to God, I got some steaks marinating in the uh, 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 refrigerator right now. Right now. Nah, we're going to David's house. Anyway. No, you're not. <laughs> I'm not, not going to be at home. I'll give you so a So is it a relationship or is it the person? Um, well, me personally, um, just to get, I guess, a female's point of view, I do still believe in committed relationships and marriage because, one, that's all I know. My great-grandparents are married. My grandparents are married. My parents are married. Like, that's all I know. But, unfortunately, um, our generation does seem to be a bit challenged with everybody just playing games. You know what I mean? You can meet a man and, oh, yeah, he look good. You can meet a man at the gym. He look real good. He ain't got no ring on his finger. You get on the phone, he ain't got no chair, and then you get on social media, and it's something totally different. That man is living a whole nother life. So, unfortunately, that does seem to be something that we live in. It is hard to find honest and genuine connections and relationships these days. Yeah, I agree, because, you know, like she said, I mean, all of us at this table are parents still together, you know, so that was something we seen um, as a little kid. Both parents in the house, you know, mm-hmm. you see the arguing, you see the um, loving, you see, you know, everything. So, of course, you like, oh, well, yeah, that's all I know. But, you know, like she say, in our generation, and I don't think it's really just our generation. I want to say it's the outside stuff, like social media plays a big part mm-hmm. in it. You know, like she said, you can look on the yes, internet and it's a whole nother side, you know, of a person. They, oh, yeah, you know, I'm single, no kids, I got two businesses, da 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 da. You get on, you know, is who baby mama like you ain't mentioned that so yeah, yeah. You know, and that's how you find our stuff because she don't know nothing else she gonna cause profit and better <laughs> right here yes. let me just say yes. if you meet somebody <laughs> you need 
the T. Private investigator Alex gonna yes. find out where he lives, <laughs> where he works. <laughs> um, she gonna find it. Don't worry about it. Okay, exactly. Yeah. She gonna <laughs> find <laughs> out <laughs> everything from top to bottom. You be like, well, how you notice the last four digits of his social? Yeah. Because see, yeah. But yeah, actually, I'm like social media plays a big part in it. I'm like, yeah, like she said, playing the games and everything else, and it's like. Oh, okay, cause you can do all that. Dude could be everything you asking for. You like, well, why you you this on your social media? You ain't say this, you ain't say that. Oh, well, you know what? I'm single, so it's just it's always something that revert back to that. And you be like, what? Like, it's, no, I'm I'm not here for this. You know, I'm not time for no games and stuff like that either. So I just feel like uh feel like that that that's a huge thing nowadays. Like it can happen, but like David said, you know, y'all both got to be on that same page. Just where we leading to. You know, cancel out the rest of this stuff out, but yeah, it's gonna be a lot harder. It also depends on your patience level because there are some people who tolerate stuff. I'm like, that's deal breakers for me. What's your deal breaker? You can't be somebody come knock on your door looking like DoorDash. (laughs) 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 Shut up, (laughs) what's your deal breaker? Man, like, like. Cause I was really in love. I'm really, I'm really big on intentions, and I always tell people this, and I can give you this little piece of the game too. Um, it, I'm looking at your character. That's a very big thing. But also, I watch how you treat me in certain mindsets. I always say it's five honest people in the world. You have children, old people, drunk people, angry people, and people who are dying. Whatever those people say in those four or five stages in life, you can believe it. So whenever you say to me when you're angry or when you're drunk. You meant that. You meant that. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you break it down to a science to language terms, we got alcohol. Alcohol ain't nothing but. It's a truth serum. It's a truth serum because of what it does to you. It's nothing but a, a, a truth serum. So if we're together and because like I say, I don't. I don't believe in talking to people or treating people a certain type of way, especially if we're together, especially if you're like my favorite person. Why would I talk to you like that? Like people, they argue and they say some of the most monstrous things to each other. Then they go, oh, baby, I love you five minutes later, 15 minutes later. I'm like, no, baby, I want to fight. I ain't going to fight you. Call your brother. I'll fight him. You know what I mean? Like, like, yo, because what you said to me, you meant that. My feelings hurt. Sticks and stones break my bones. No, it don't. Uh, no, sticks and stones. Nerves never hurt me. That's a lie. Words hurt. I got Once you feelings. say it, once you say it, you can't you take can't it back. You can't take it back. And like I said, I know you, oh, you was mad when you said that. Oh, you meant that. Just like some girls get mad. They want to insult your mama. Oh, hell no, nah, baby. You got to go. That, that's that's it. What you insulting my mama for? She ain't got nothing to do with you this. You ain't got nothing to do with this. I did that this. That sound ghetto. You got to be messing with somebody that's <laughs> not <laughs> educated because they, that sounds like a ghetto they, relationship. They are worse. They are worse. The educated girls are worse because they think they so smart. So no girls? The educated girls. Oh. No other ways. They really worse because they start thinking and they think they can overthink you and this and that. What are trying to say? And I'm not saying y'all. But you're educated people over here. I'm educated. I'm educated. You see how after women y'all speak, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So it's just that's just a big deal breaker for me. How you act in those cause I can get mad at you, but I'm not gonna say nothing to you. I'm still yeah, I'm mad at you. You made me mad, you piss me off, I'm red in the face. I'm finna go probably, I don't know, kick something, I'm finna go walk down the street or something, cause I don't want to say nothing to you because now, 15 minutes down the road, I'm back home, but I said this to you. 
You know what I'm saying? So I'm really. So you're the archive people. Whatever they said, I'm gonna archive and remember. Oh, I'm gonna archive it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah that's that's how I caught. That's how I caught the last stupid. I'm like, yo, you said this, you said this, but this happened. You know, all right. He that's said he caught the last stupid. stupid. Yeah. What kind of body? Like, and I uh, had got in trouble, didn't he? <laughs> Huh? So what? What is it, our views on love? We do we believe in love? Yes. Oh yeah. Of course. Uh, you believe? I feel like you believe in God. You believe in love. I do, but I'm not finna just giving up any old body. I'll try this world by myself. Shouldn't. Like I say, I'll make myself a steak dinner and rub my own ass. So Yes. So Deandre, what's your deal breaker in a relationship? It's a couple of things I would have to say. Um, physically, you cannot like my feet. That's kind of weird to me. I, I don't like feet myself. So if my guy's like, let me rub your feet. No, that's nasty. So physically, you cannot like feet. Because I say that because June <laughs> actually asked me one time. He was like, what if you find a perfect guy? He everything you ask for. He got a foot fetish. I said, absolutely not. He's like, yeah, that is gross. <laughs> how you say that is gross to me. I walk on the ground. Granted, if I'm at home, socks on, in the comfort of my home, no socks, whatever. I clean my feet when I shower, all that. That is still we gonna wash a the part of the body that back touches back. ground. So I'm like, that's disgusting. Like, you. No. Like, so physically, it's you bad. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I'm like, but I don't walk barefoot. Yeah, I, I mean, got I do. Oh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, socks. Yeah, when I'm at home, so I don't have on socks or nothing. So, yeah. Um, What else I would say? He can't be short. That's another well, thing. Baby, that you that's for you anyway, ma'am. So let's not go there. Well, baby, that's for you. It's always short. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Is there any personality deal breaker? Okay, let me She's see. Because like person. some people would be like, or in, let's say personality of, of physical. Like some people like he can't smoke. Some people like you gotta have a degree. You know it's. So, of course, you have to have something, you know, going for yourself. You can't be like, oh, I'm an aspiring rapper. Nah, let me see you on the charts or something for me to be like, okay, he really serious about this. He really doing something. Um, well, at least on tour. You got to you gotta be you putting something. Let me see your, your monthly listeners on Spotify or something. It, it got to be something that's already out there that people listening to. It ain't, oh, I'm in the studio and I'm not hearing nothing. I'm not seeing nothing. So, nah. Um... I was like, long as he really just has something going for himself, you got a job, degree is not necessary, but I mean, you got it cool. You just got something going for yourself. You're not at home, you're not a bum, you're not sleeping on your mom's couch, you're not sleeping on your homeboy couch. I understand we all, you know, go through hard times and stuff like that, but long as you, you know, you get back on your feet. Moving you, forward. Yeah, you're processing to get, oh, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this, cool, because, I mean, nowadays people be lying, you know, like I said, the whole little social media yeah. stuff, but I wouldn't, I don't think it's nothing I can just be like, Cause that's kind of petty to me, but like he can't smoke. Okay, yeah, I don't smoke cigarettes, and I can say, hey, I'm uncomfortable with that or whatever. You smoke weed, okay, cool. Like if that's something you've been doing way before me, I can't just be like, okay, you gotta stop that. You know, mm -hmm. it's just like somebody having a kid before me. I can't say, oh, you can't, you know, stop seeing your kid. Like, nah. So you're dating somebody with a kid? Two of them things. Yeah. Long as it's one, I would say one. Vibes. You know, long as it's one. You talking about three, four? Absolutely not. But yeah. I don't think it's nothing. I just be like, he can't do this, he can't do that. Cause I mean, as long as I see you doing something, you got something productive going on. Okay. So deal breakers. I was gonna step say something real, right? I was gonna say something real childish. I'm like a really good stepmother. I just want y'all to know. I'm just playing. 
Um, my deal breaker, I would have to say, I'm not like real picky, but you just can't not have your stuff together. Right. Because I bring a lot to the table. I like bring the table. like this this table right here. This table right here. <laughs> yes. When yes, when you're in your own lane. Fact. This type right here, I I'm bring this big uh cherry wood table. With the chair. So yeah. So you got to have your stuff together because I go hard every day. Yeah. Sunday through Sunday. So, so does he have to have everything you have? You have your own car, your own apartment, you got a full-time job. First of all, all three at of this age, we 30, just about, yes, because it ain't no reason why you shouldn't. Now, granted, like you stuff say, happens, stuff yeah. happens. That's People go is. through stuff. If you in a little break situation for like three to six months, ain't, but after six months, my nigga, <laughs> what are you doing? You know what I mean? Um, your, I would say your um, career, like what you do is important to me. We 30, you too old to be working at Amazon. You too old to be. If you working at Amazon, what else is you doing? Is you? Well, what if he's the manager at Amazon? Okay. How much How much is the manager making? Because <laughs> that's it. Okay. How much is the manager making? You know? be the logistics what are you? What are you like, doing? Your not in the yeah, when you not you not packing the packages in. and stuff, you in the warehouse. Yeah, are you like, in the office? And because yeah. if even if you are doing that, what else are you doing? Are you in graduate school? Okay, you know what I'm saying. It just depends. Granted, I don't mind the average man. I'm not looking for nobody that's like you got to make six figures. You know what I'm saying. I'm not saying nothing like that. But at the same time, what are you doing? Yeah, just be doing. Just yeah, yeah, just have your just stuff have together. Don't be out here four, five, turn. Yeah. I'm a good stepmother, but not to a daycare. Four, five kids. People be having that many kids. You got kids. one three kids. Alex can't hear Drake talk to you. <laughs> you got to buy, if you buy one Snickers, you have to buy. We got to buy the king size because like two or three of them come in now. So everybody get that little... <laughs> <laughs> Not that we ration them. <laughs> she already got the ration for the kids. Right, gonna, but I make stepmom jokes because I really it felt like if I don't if I make it out this life without birthing a child, I will be just fine. So you know that's something that so men won't like. Have kids. No. Are I mean, we inspiring? Are we? Men yes. be wanting kids, you know, and I don't want to put that like. Ugh, I ain't so if you meet turn. somebody who tomorrow who says. I'm good with not having Oh, my kids. God. When we getting married? <laughs> <laughs> I have to think about it, honestly. So you want to have kids? I, I want to have kids. You, you don't want kids? Don't, you say you don't trust it? I don't trust it. I don't want kids. I don't trust There's it. some women well, out there who don't want kids. I'm just saying. Nothing, nothing wrong, wrong with that. Absolutely nothing wrong. I don't trust it. You want crumb snatchers around your house? I don't want no crumbs, but man. there are some women who are like, I'm okay with no kids. Yeah, they they don't. They that's me. They, they don't I have, have no that motherly. Well, let me birth and raise the kids. As they get older, it'll change. So that's why I say I don't trust it. I ain't seen it many times. Like I say, I'm pessimistic. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad at this boy here. I'm pessimistic. I'm pessimistic. So my thing is, she tell me I don't, yeah, I don't want kids. Then come four years down the line. Let's say we the same age. Four years down the line, she'll be 32. She talking about some, oh, I don't want kids now. Nah, nah, I got to deal with that situation. Now I can't get rid of it because I like it too much. I can't you know, get rid of it. You know what I'm saying? So, get so, like so now I got to make a decision. You know what I'm saying? Let it run through the ground and give her a kid. Knowing me, I'm going to let it run to the ground. I ain't making no babies, but what? 
But that was my um uh, thought process uh, yeah. as a My mama sitting too. right here. I was gonna say something probably inappropriate. Better take her to pound town. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wait, why she do this like I don't hear it? I may not see your mouth, but yeah, I still like hear it. <laughs> but yeah, that was my perspective. Um as a teenager, but that changed. Uh, I had went to this museum. Y'all know about the Body Worlds Museum? They come like mm-hmm. every once in a while. So I had went, and uh, through the women's part, you know, they showed you each stage, every stage of pregnancy. pregnancy. Mm-hmm. So on the last uh, little display, they had a baby full term didn't make it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this lady was due to give birth, like you know, a few days after and her that, a few hours, and they didn't make it. So that changed my whole perspective. Like, dang, like. Nah, like, you know, not saying we was put on earth to recreate, but, you know, that's an option. So, that just kind of changed me as a young person. I was like, nah, I think I'm going to have kids after that because this baby didn't get a chance to live. The mama didn't get a chance to raise the baby. That kind of stuck with me, um, mm-hmm. too. So, that kind of changed my perspective on it. I was like, nah, if I'm given the opportunity, I, I would love to, you know, experience it. So, that's my views on it. And ain't nothing wrong with not, like you said, not having one kids. Not having one kids. Some people just don't. Yeah. I just feel like if you don't want none, you feel like you don't have that motherly to want to raise a kid, that's fine. Some women, we just think we're just selfish. Mm -hmm. We're at that selfish, well, I don't want to raise kids. I just want to just be me. Yeah, just me doing what I want to do, you know, whenever and stuff like that too. So, yeah. So David is healthy and don't want kids. We got you said you're selfish. I am too. I I actually am. That's I think that's gonna be my biggest downfall when it comes to a relationship. Like he said, I'm so used to being by myself. You know, yes, doing yes. stuff by myself. Yes, I gotta share with somebody now. Is. Like it's really all you know, and it's really all I know. Yeah. I mean, even being in a relationship with someone or talking to someone every day, it's weird. So it's just I'm just so used to being by myself. So when you have someone who's dependent on you for every single thing. Even for eating, you can literally be sitting out there that starving and crying. You got to play the food right there, and they mind don't tell them grab this stuff and put it in your mouth. Man. You got to put it in. I ain't, I ain't got to think about it. <laughs> it's like a you saying that now? It can change, like you say, with the whole women thing. So I don't want kids. The older I get, the more I go, I don't want kids. I know vasectomies cost $500. I got $500. Not that you know how much of a vasectomy cost. I've been doing some research. So huh? you. You got five hundred dollars already ready. Five hundred dollars, and you're gonna say, "Snip, snip." Do you think that what if you meet a woman and she, y'all haven't had the discussion? S O L before you finish it. (laughs) You ain't even gotta finish the question. I did because he answered it for me. She want if she want my bloodline. She want my DNA. With her DNA intertwining and making a Homo sapien, nothing to happen, baby. You better come with a kid. You better come with a kid before me, and, be- and you better hope. I think that that's my opinion. Uh, so you on stepdad vibes? Huh? You on stepdad vibes? Uh, at this point, I got to, bro. Everybody <laughs> that's got kids, bro. Everybody got that's kids. Yeah. But everybody, well, everybody is. A, is everybody a, got kids. A parent has at least one kid. I find it beautifully ironic that the more advanced that birth control get, the more Y'all need percentage we do, and I'm gonna be first one in line. There we go. Birth control should have been made for niggas. See, if they want me to take a vaccine, they should have said they should have. What? I'll be first one in line. <laughs> That's 
dick. Right here, give me three of them. The birth control should have been made for you niggas. It should have been. It should have been. Yeah, yeah. I tell the baby, I'm on the pill. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Let's have a good time. You ain't got to worry, baby. Here's my clean papers right here. Boom, let's get it. We going to be just like sushi. Do you think having a family can interrupt your career? Absolutely. Like in your mind, you have, I want to be this career, this place in my life, at this age, this age. Do you think family can interrupt that? And then do you think when it does an interruption, you can get back on track? Yes. Yeah, if you're talking about an actual, like, child or like actual family members. Okay, a child for sure because... Yeah, y'all having sex unprotectedly, and then boom, oh shoot, I'm pregnant. I was planning to do this within the next six to you know months to the year. You got a baby coming along now, so of course, all that change, you know, waking up 3 a.m., changing diapers, making bottles, all that. But of course, after all of that, or you get your schedule set, the baby gets older, you know, well, I was doing this, let me finish doing that. I would say, you know, don't completely stop. Oh, I got a family now, I can't go back. You can always. Go back to it. Might take longer than you expected, but it I would does. definitely say always go back. It don't stop it, but it does hinder it. Mm-hmm. So what? What? It, where is your career right now? It ain't where I wanted to be. I'm working on it. So, but, but you, let's ability. say you have a degree, mm-hmm. and your degree is in uh, finance. Is your current career path that you're on right now in finance? No. Do you think you'll be able to get to that career path where your degree is? Uh, yeah, I could, but. The thing is about finances, either you're going to be making a lot or you're going to be making nothing. Uh, when I was looking into being a banker at one point in time, they wanted me to have a master's degree. Wanted me, They preferred a master's degree, but I'd take the bachelor's. They wanted me to have two years experience, and then they wanted me to have like two different certifications, and then they wanted to pay me starting rate 38 with a maximum of like 50. I'm like... Is you serious? That's true. I'm like, I'm like, that's crazy. So then you go to school with a degree, get this degree that costs how many thousands of dollars? Right. To take a job paying not even worth what your degree degree is. is. And so now my job that I got now, I'm not even doing anything that's related to my degree whatsoever, and I still make more money doing that. And that's an entry level job without no certification, without no experience, no reference to anything. So really, in a lot of ways, getting a degree is a scam. But when it comes, like I said, but when getting, when doing finance, like I said, you have to know the right people. And it's not like people can take a or willing to take a chance on you because you are dealing with the money. Whenever you're like, let's say you're an engineer and you're working on something, let's say you blow something up, everything's insured. So the company is going to get some of their money back. If not all of it, you know, it's going to get some of it. Whereas if you mess up with the money, they just SOL. You know, so when it comes to the finance industry, you have to know what you're doing. You have to have these certifications. You have to have this experience. And it's really uh, like an old, uh, what they call it? The uh, old boys club. So Mm -hmm. people have to know you. You know what I mean? So it's ridiculous. So when it comes to it, I mean, looking back, I don't know. So Deandra, is your career path where you want it? So yes and no, because um, I do have my bachelor's in kinesiology exercise science, but I also have my associates in slash certification in pharmacy technician. So um, you're still in that medical field. Yeah, you know, medical field. Um, so I say yes and no, because of course in high school, for those who know, I went to you know, the high school for um, health sciences and stuff like that. So I wanted to be a pharmacy technician to come 
a pharmacist. But, you know, uh, along the way, uh, things got changed. But like I said, it's in the medical field. So right now, to say that I've gotten my associates and my certification in that and I'm working in that, I'm like, yeah. But um, that was, like I said, first choice. So kinesiology kind of like the second choice. So that's why I was like, yes and no. It's not what I got my bachelor's in, but what I have my associates in, so. So what, what, what will be your end career? Like, let me, yeah, some people have like an end, like once I get to this job, I'm good. Um, so it was kind of between either being a, uh, physical therapist or a, uh, nurse practitioner. Again, it's still in the medical field. I feel like whatever I choose in the medical field and I'm, I'm feeling it and I'm, I'm loving it. I don't consider it work. You know, I go and I do something and I love it. Then I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm like a hundred percent you know, fine with it. Because at the end of the day, I'm still helping somebody, mm-hmm. whether it's to get back on their feet walking or the medication they needed, whatever. So I'm 100% satisfied with that. Alexandra? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> What's your question again? Sorry. Your career path. Are you where you want to be as far as career path? Um, I'm not exactly where... Well, I'm comfortable with where I am, I must say. Um, I am still looking to strive to complete more. Um, because we're on camera, I guess I gotta say this, just to give you know people the. What What's your background. end career game? Like, where what, what do you do now, and what's your end career? So I'm in real estate management. Um, my end career, um, I'm more so looking for financial freedom. I don't want to have to wake up and go clock in at somebody else's job for the rest of my life. Um, you I would love. I would love to be a real estate broker, but I am also finding my way um, in corporate leasing to start off, kick off my own uh, business. So, yeah, that's just to get to. So it's, I guess, known as Airbnb. Okay. But it's the more professional way of corporate leasing. So in case you have traveling nurses or traveling professionals that are being transferred to Houston and mm-hmm. they need a place to stay, instead of the job putting them in a hotel, they'll put them in your yeah they'll put them in your apartment. Mm-hmm. You can make three thousand dollars in sixty days. Mm. So. Open my eyes. Yeah, yeah, and that's just off of one that's client. I like the way that we like we all are in different. Aspects. So, like, because I know we were talking one time and she was like, she was asking me about the, uh, you know, my uh, bachelor's degree or whatever. She was like, oh, you know, I'm going to keep my ear open if I hear something. And I'm like, cool, because we all in different fields and be like, hey, you need a job here, such and such time. Oh, I know a real estate. Let me see if she can help you out. You know, we all. Or she leases to somebody who has a private practice. Right. Boom. We all do different stuff. So, it's Somebody need an accountant. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. So, it's, it's funny how you all are still connected, but not connected. In, in different fields. Mm-hmm. So do we're, we're a good give, village. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna give y'all. You get a minute and a half for your last words. That's a long time to let this nigga talk. Let <laughs> 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 him. You a hater? What's fuck? I'm talking my smooth voice. Is this Magic Mother too? Cause what's going on? KG smooth. Okay. Come on, KG smooth. Hey, I don't. I really don't know what to say. You have to give me a question. I just came up like we gonna if you could just sum up this whole conversation tonight about your generation. Uh, no, we're trash. No, we're not. We're trash. No, I'm top of the line. Speak for yourself. Look, baby, I can cook. I can clean. What's up, baby? I make your booty bigger. Go play with me, but. 
I just passed out. Yeah. So check me out. I mean, I really, like I said, I really don't know what to say at this portion. So I mean, I am. So if you wrap up your generation, my generation about yeah. the topics we talked about, like my generation still has work to do on this and this and this. I'm cool with why I am in my life. My generation does not make me. Okay, so when it comes to our generation, we are exposing a lot of things that we were told that this is the way it is. So I will give us credit on that. But, you know, especially like in the career field, because we actually expose that uh, it's no longer... It uh, It's now a myth, but it used to be a time where you could get a degree and you live a great life. You know, you would go into the job and they would just hire you just because you have a degree. You don't even know the job. But now you can have two different people living in the house together and they're failing to pay rent or they're failing to pay a mortgage. So where so the uh, entrepreneur uh, spirit is coming back. You know, which is a very great thing. So people are doing a regular job and then they're doing a side jobs. But when it comes to relationship, it is trash because everybody seems to be chasing the fantasy and the fetish. And it's the fantasy of these groups of people that social media has said that these are the top people. So it's like if you're not in this group of person, no matter that you have all this to offer because you don't fit in this dynamic, this box. It's, it's, you know, you're kind of like you're not really good. And so, and that's also the fetish of the toxic relationship. So, you know, I have noticed that people are more willing to leave a relationship that that is with a peaceful person more so than this crazy dude who this literally, drama. yeah, who got dudes kicking open his door. He getting <laughs> shot at at the gas station. You know what I'm saying? They Whoa. fighting in the middle of the, of the parking lot. Police getting caught. All this, and they stay with that. But let this one dude. The square uh, that play video, video game. The short dude. Yeah, the short dude. You know what I'm saying? You be really chilling. Like, uh, I don't want to do this. So, you know. I mean, we got a lot of work to do. We did a lot of progress because we exposed the hypocrisy of the church. We exposed the hypocrisy of the workforce. But we are also becoming more distanced in the gender gap, especially within the black community, which is horrific. You know, it's being exposed more. So we have to do better on that. So yeah, that's right. Um, so to piggyback off of what he said, um, yeah, we are the generation that's like, yeah, we was brought up this way, but at the same time, I mean, I'm older now, I'm wiser now, I'm a say what I want, do what I want, whether it's disagreeing with you or not, you know, I'm good to stand on my own two feet about what I say. Um, I feel like we kind of in the middle as far as things are going today, because we were the generation who kind of grew up with like playing outside before the whole electronics thing came and took over. So it's like we kind of in between always and then, you know, the new stuff that's coming around now. So, you know, like you say, we just see a lot of stuff for what it really is at face value. You know, as kids, you just went with the flow or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. Um, I mean, life continues to go on. I would say, you know, do what you do. Uh, don't follow trends. Trends not gonna, you know, get money in your pocket. Uh, it's not gonna make you happy, keep you happy. Uh, I would just say, you know, uh, stay focused on whatever you plan to do. Keep your eyes on the prize. Um, if you're in a relationship, you know, like I said, don't worry about what all this stuff going on outside. Focus on what's gonna work for you and your partner. Like I said, it's a lot of outside stuff that just don't even need to be included in, you know, your situation or whatever the case may be. Um, 
I mean, we grow older, we get wiser, we know most of we're able to teach, you know, our younger peers the same thing, you know, hey, I did this, when you get, you know, this age or something, try not to do this, even though mm-hmm. you're growing and, you know, you make your own choices, your rules, whatever the case may be. Um, I mean, we still grow, we still live in life, nobody has the book to life, nobody knows, you know, the cheat code to win that life or anything like that, I mean, we just taking it one day at a time. We ask for help. We don't. We do it our own way. That's what I really like about us. We do stuff our own way. Yes. Not the fact that somebody said do this. Okay, I'm going to do this. Nah, yes. if I'm not feeling it, I'm not going to do it. And I'm going to let you know. So, I must say, I mean, hey, I rocks with, you know, my people in my my generation. You know, my little group right here or whatever. Hey, I'm proud of all of us. I love all of us. Hey, keep striving and keep doing what we do. I can't even much talk for that long. <laughs> but I agree with both of y'all just said. My closing comment, can I make my closing comment a little bit different? My closing comment is if you are looking for an apartment home, you can find me at one of two places. If you 9955 Buffalo Speedway, Houston, Texas, 77054. Or 5555 Long Prairie Trace, Richmond, Texas. I don't. Five 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 long prairie trace. So whether you want to be on the outskirts of town in Richmond or if you want to be in the middle of the city in the medical center, let your girl know. You can find me on Instagram at Papa for Pimp with two P's. That's P-O-P-P-I-T-F-O-R-P-I-M-P-P. So all of these people at this table do have social media. Some of them are active, some of them not. But just, I want to thank y'all for being on this episode talking about the Gen X. I am so glad you all joined me. So glad you accepted my invitation. Conversations with Kat. Thank y'all again so much. So y'all be on the lookout for more, more to come. You will see more of this generation as well. Thank you all for joining us.